Okay, so on this week's episode, I just wanted to play a quick video clip. It's only about three minutes from Tom Wilson, who played Biff from Back to the Future. And uh, just kind of get some thoughts on uh, how he feels about it all after all these years. Check it out. I'm famous. I am. I didn't think I would be. I thought I, I, thought I was going to be an actor in the theater, New York, musician, a singer. That didn't happen. I got famous. And I thought over the years it would dissipate or uh, diminish somewhat. It only got bigger. I've become pop art. Pop art is the movement, um, art and cultural movement that began right at the time that I was born. I grew up surrounded by all of these new colors and visions and excitement that was just taking over the culture. It, it took over every arts and crafts project that we were making in first and second grade. You know, the Sisters of Mercy at my school, what peace, the entire culture and advertising and art. And then, just as I began my professional career, I watched this thing that I had watched and grow and, and, and take over everything. I watched it completely eat me alive and turn me into a billion pixelized images flashing through satellites and on televisions and, and everywhere. The pop that I had watched and marveled at and celebrated chewed me up, spit me out, and turned me into a human representation of a Campbell soup can. An object. A product. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Nate. And we want to welcome you to Don't Feed the Trolls, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, art, and culture through the lens of our experiences touring the world and creating art vocationally. We hope to bring topics out of the minefield of the comments sections and into the sphere of reasonable dialogue. Thank you for listening. It's the 30th anniversary of Back to the Future. And reporters and networks and newspapers, people everywhere have been asking for my reaction. What do you think? What does it mean? Why is it such a classic? Why aren't there flying cars? You're a legendary icon. What's up with that? I don't have any idea what's up with that. I don't talk about it. I don't know what to say about it. I'm... I've responded to it in various ways over the years, and I've tried to do it in original, clever, fun ways. A song, a specific performance, a book. But I don't have much to say about it. And I didn't want to go around standing on an X and just waving at pop display events. Here he is. Look at him. That's the modern way to do it. Get in front of as many cameras as possible and just be asked inane questions and wave. Wave to the cameras while behind you, behind your back, there's one of those backdrops full of pop advertising logos designed to distract the people looking at you while they're looking at you. So you're just another pop bubble floating by. An object. A product. An object. A product. An object.
I think the reason when I saw this, I want to talk about this on this episode is because I feel this way when I like check Instagram sometimes or check Twitter or talk to somebody at a show or want to have baseball writers recognize me on Twitter. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's this moment where it just feels like humanity is lost somewhere here. I think Tom is saying, look, leave me alone. I'm not Biff. Right. Wake up. It doesn't matter. I've just experienced this feeling so many times over the years. I just want to talk about it. Like, Well, pop. once you get tagged as something, it's hard to erase that tag. As a society, we like to like put a big, bold tag on you. And I think you, know, you and I have experienced this. You put out the color green over and over again and you're like no i'm gonna try blue and people are like no no you're the green guy no you're the green guy we've we've and you go no i'm i'm a human (laughs) you know i'm not just biff or i'm not just ross from friends you know i'm 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 a human being i'm an actor i like to do different things so the thing about where we are now in relation to like today's culture is in technology is it took biff 30 years to kind of get to this point because they're celebrating the 30th anniversary. But now people sort of experience random fame because you and I did something. Like we made something, we created something, and people latched onto that thing. Just like Biff does or Tom Wilson or Biff is and Tom Wilson created the character. But I just see this whole other side of it. What you're saying, there's people that are online, you know, like Wookiee Mom, Chewbacca Mom. Because she's this caricature of Chewbacca and she's just really enjoying herself, she blows up and everyone, everyone knows Chewbacca mom. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is what did she actually do? Or is it Now worth- it's like random people are chosen to get their 15 minutes of fame. Sure. They become pop art. They become an icon. And I think the faster it happens, the more damaging right. it is. Like I think Tom Wilson's just like, Oh, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. I'm Biff. Ha ha. Smile and wave at the people who want to take the photo on the street. Right. And he's fine. He, he goes on because he's got like a life and stuff. But I think like Wookiee Mom right. becomes pop art right. on in, in the digital sphere for a second. Right. And then I think, man, there's got to be some devastating consequences. Well, that's true. Things. Yeah. They blow up so fast. And I was actually talking about this. You know, I'm back from the studio in Orlando and Elvis and I are my producer had we had a ton of conversations about blowing up overnight and what that does to your psyche what that does to your ego and how it's much better for your own personality to work really really hard and have like a slow burn um because if you reach success really quickly you don't necessarily know how that happened because it's sort of a phenomenon and then uh-huh. you you can never really repeat or attain that again. And so the rest of your life is a downward slope if that's the goal. And it's far better to kind of come up slow and maybe have a slow trajectory with some plateaus and some bumps in the way. And that's more normal. Sure. And it's, it's, it's better for your psyche. It's better for your ego. I mean, for me, it's not even necessarily that. Like, I get that whole part. Like, oh, you should, you know, Wookiee Mom, if she would have paced it out and be got famous slowly. Right. I'm more like Tom saying, don't treat me like an object. I'm a human being. Right. Can you can you guys get that on the street corner trying to take my photo? But, I'm a human. I'm a person. But how can you? I mean, t- TV and entertainment 
we turn everything into a character. We turn everything into objects. Uh, you're just a two-dimensional sure. thing on my TV. And when I see you in real life, I go, wow, the cartoon is in front of me. Exactly. And and so, like, we yeah, we grew up in a culture where it turns people into two-dimensional and, objects. And then now you have Wookiee Mom. Now she's, like, giving commentary on society. And she made a new video that went viral, and all the, like, celebrities are now, ironically, saying, no, you're not celebrity enough to comment on anything. Oh, really? And they're saying... Yeah, the, like like uh, the director of Smoking Aces, right? Said, "I think you can add uh, you can adequately pass or fail an entire society based on nothing more than their collective interest in Chewbacca." Mom. <laughs> <laughs> can I defend Chewbacca Mom for just one second? Sure. I think so. Like, there's so many like big fails that blow up. I think someone having. Uh, sincere joy in a video yeah. like she was really enjoying herself i think that's i like it when that stuff gets attention more so than when the bad sort of fails or the people's pain or suffering well i don't think that's what people are i don't think that's what the the uh sort of the the backlash is against it's because now she's a thing and now she's doing more stuff right it's the it's it's the add-on so everyone's saying wait 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 you were just Wookiee mom. You're not actually talented. You don't actually offer society anything more than that, what you just said. Well, and but, now she's like, no, I'm a thing, well, and I'm going to do my thing. Philosophically, she did. I mean, she, she captured the attention and inspired millions of people to enjoy the moment, yeah. to have joy and laugh about things. And True, I mean, there is that. I mean, there, yeah, she didn't put work into it. She just put her Facebook Live on to her friends and it got shared unbelievable, so it became the number one watched video on Facebook. But she wasn't like attempting to like be a thing. Society made society saw value in her video and made her a yeah. thing. We made her. No, a no, thing. I know, I know. But it's like, um, like Zach Braff tweeted, you know, like this is what I think of Chewbacca Mom or whatever, and it's just like a GIF of a guy closing his computer and walking away, <laughs> right? So it's well they don't like they don't like these normal people who look normal blowing up. Guys like Zach so yeah. Braff who goes to the gym every day and has a vocal coach. They don't so like So you think yeah, it stems out of jealousy, it stems out of like we're the actual talent. Well, it's like here. what's actual what is art, you know, or what is entertainment? It's whatever people find value in. Whatever makes people laugh. And sometimes it takes a lifetime to create that product that makes people laugh. And sometimes it takes a minute after you get out of Walmart with a Chewbacca mask. In the rest of the video, you know, he's saying, look, I'm an artist. I want my art to be celebrated, not the pop biff version of me right. celebrated. And he's he's had to he's had to fight that his whole life. But that is entirely what Wookiee Mom is. She is just biff. Right. So she doesn't she didn't even start out with like a desire to be an artist, a desire to create something. She just instantly became Biff. Yeah. And then everyone's going, This is like a talking chihuahua. Yeah, but it's not like she came out it's not Chewbacca. like Chewbacca. It's, it's not like she came out with a desire to be 
a super famous uh, sketch of a human being. Everyone, we created that. Sure. And that's the thing about the internet now is we place value on things and they derive their value from the mass of attention that we give them. And that's what I think Zach Braff is bummed about. He's saying, look, this isn't actually an artist. This is a fluke. This is someone who didn't even want to be and an artist. And that's part of the appeal is like anybody, you know, that's the that's the appeal of reality television. It's they're just like us. Anybody can be entertaining. Put a our phone into record mode and create something that the world but likes. Then, and but that's, then I that's when you become the piece of art sure. on the wall. The the character that everyone wants a photo with, right? And so I think I think Wookie Mom is just that. So yeah. that's all she can be, or she, yeah. or and, and I think there's going to be a downside. She's going to crash. And she's going to crash and burn. I definitely think she's going to crash and burn. The the ego wasn't tested for long enough for her to sustain no. the attention that it's getting. It's like poison. The fame monster will get her. And she would always go to like I didn't do anything. Right. Like I didn't create anything. I just laughed with a toy on my face. So I didn't It's propped up. I don't actually have talent. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I see I see the thing where she's you're saying, look, she's trying to spread joy and happiness and that's a good thing. Right. And I'm saying, yeah, but at the cost of this person's life, I think. Right. Like at the cost of, of Tom Wilson's life, we've been entertained with Biff for thirty years. But it's right. cost him his life. He's like this has ruined my life. That's basically what he's saying. Well, I mean, he's doing art. He's doing what he loves. He has a family. I, you know, I was watching his kids were helping him with the screen printing. They're like, "Wow, Dad, that looks amazing!" And I thought, "That's the legacy. That's you know, that's the stuff we don't see." Sure. But like, sure. he's got kids who are like involved in his art and who love him and seem to be really impressed by him. I yeah, was, but he was saying, "I thought I would be an actor in right, Broadway. I right. thought I would be a musician. I thought I would be able to celebrate my talents without." having this other side well, we all think we're going to do something and then life happens and something else occurs and uh, i don't think i don't think we can look at him and say he got the shaft but what i think he's trying to say is like look humanity and what i think i want this podcast to say is say look people like we make the kardashians the kardashians oh sure without yeah. us they don't make themselves for sure and we need to be mindful and I thought this when I watched Exit to the Gift Shop, um, that Banksy Oh, yeah, it was great. A couple years ago. And if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's pretty cool. And Exit through the gift shop. The hype of something is now the... It's now the thing. It's the value. Um, just the hype. Just the hype. Yeah. yeah just anything exciting. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's this dog pooping on... Right, the ground. Like, let's get the dog on the Ellen show. Um, <laughs> the hype. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I think Ellen is as great as she is, or if Wookie Mom is great as she is, they are kind of destroying lives because all these sixteen-year-old kids, like Damn Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they get the poor kid in that video the will only ever be known Damn Daniel. as the Damn Daniel kid. Yeah, it it's it might ruin his life. Is my argument. I don't know. You remember when, like, Captain Sully landed the plane on the Hudson River or whatever, and yeah. and everyone wanted to be like, you're a hero, you're a hero, and he was like, no, I just was doing my job. He responded to that with professionalism and humility because he's just a pilot who trained his whole life for that, you know? So sure. the problem is when, when, when regular folks who ha- haven't really worked get blown into this stratosphere of, fa- of fame... It does, and I would agree with you, it does have 
um, negative effects and can have negative effects if they're not ready to to deal with that. And I, I, you know, for the tiny little slice of fame I experienced at a young age in my early 20s, I felt negative effects of that. I felt entitled. I felt like I deserved mm-hmm. more. I deserved the good tours or I deserved more marketing from the label and why aren't people serving me more? And now I look yeah. back and I'm like, what a punk I well, was. It, but here's the thing. The rules have changed. So like there's no way damn Daniel happened back then. Right. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Right. And, and so what I'm saying is if you kind of look at the back to the future theme here, you have this progressive model of this pop culture. I am making people into pop art. Like it's like a machine, but now it's spitting them out faster and faster and right. faster. You had a few biffs in the 80s. You had a lot more biffs in the 90s. And right. now you're freaking turning out biffs <laughs> like it's like it's <laughs> ants crawling up the side of a sugar can. <clears throat> so, yeah, but uh, but who's doing it? We are. No, yeah, just we as a society. It's not like there's some conspiracy. We like things, we share things, and those things and, and blow up. And it's killing people. It's even making the celebrities want it, and it's it, and they're even brainwashed. Well, them. it's objectifying uh, people, and so you see people who are trying to blow up, objectifying themselves, making themselves into caricatures, you know, Real Housewives of New York or whatever, acting up a storm, or Kardashians acting like rich snobs, and people following in their footsteps to be the caricature, to be the pop art of that, and people are blowing that up because these people are so terrible that they're fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is this the end of society as we know it, Nate? I know that's the way you like to think. My thing is there's a temptation for the young girl listening to this podcast who has 2,000 Instagram followers, right? Right. She's got a moment in her life. She's 14, 15, 16. She probably has a way different childhood than we've had. Right. And she's thinking, if I start to make this caricature of myself right. on Instagram, right. I'm going to blow up and be a big Instagram If I fans. do my makeup and then I take these pose, poses and whatever, like those other girls, then I yeah. can then I can get attention. You know, I mm-hmm. can get I can get internet credibility Famous. through follow through followers, right? And they can rely on and, that as opposed to their inner uh, Self worth and and Biff is just screaming at them through the at, through the movie. Don't become me. <laughs> Don't cash in on that. Yeah, be you. Is Tom Wilson wants to create art. He doesn't want to talk about Biff. And there's young people out there who want to be artists, and it's like, look, you, you it's got to be about the creation and and what it says to people as it sits on the wall, right? As it sits on the wall or it sits in, in, on its own, what is it doing? What's it saying? And then right. it's not necessarily yours or mine. It's just it, it's out right. there. It's about creating something else. It's not about creating. It's not about you becoming pop art. Yes. Or you becoming art. Yes. Or you becoming a caricature. It's about you creating something that people interact with. And yes, you created it, and so you're going to get some attention for creating it. But if you if it's all your personality, if it's all just what you look like, then that's a negative thing because you are not two dimensional art. You're not even three dimensional art. You're a human being, and yeah, when you're forced to live with this projection of yourself all the time, which is what Instagram is, and you know all the selfies. Yeah, you know how do you sustain that? How do you become a full 
person if you rely fully on how many followers or likes or comments you get on a picture how attractive of yourself. you are at, at a certain sure. at a certain age and oh life. man and that fades and then what do you left well that's with, what i think know? is difficult for me the last five or six years post being a band guy there's so many trolls and demons i've been battling every once in a while like just the other day i was like looking at some photos of 21 pilots right and i just had this like kind of like really jealous troll down in, right. in my ankles just chewing on my foot and i was like right i don't want to be 21 pilots i know what that no 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 it, i don't i don't either i know the score but like i know what's in but it but like why am i like going a little bit yeah because they did it it happened for them sure. the thing that we the thing that we all wanted to do it happened for them but even though we now know that's not what we really wanted still want it we still kind of want it as like a the ego wants this, it. Yeah. This is what I want to encapsulate. If we could encapsulate this on this episode, what is that little that little ugly troll? And and I think it's ruining people's lives at a faster pace. So you have Wookie Mom, you have Damn Daniel, you have Alex from Target, right? Right. That that's part of what I want to talk about, and then kind of talk about like the like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Why do I watch that show and go? Ugh, I feel the same little troll kind of go. It's just not real. It's fake. It's something's not right here. Only five point six percent of people on the Bachelor and Bachelorette are still together. Five percent chance. Right. And they make it look like you're going to find your life's dream person, and yet five percent chance you will. I think we're objectifying people in all of this. People become objects, and then right, and then we lose it. And then life sucks. Right. How do we stop objectifying people? How does it happen? <laughs> like, Matt, tell me how we do this. I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, it comes back to where do you get your self-worth from? Is it is it from within you? Is it from an, the innate uh, notion that you are loved and valuable and unique? You are a unique snowflake, as Edward Norton said in Fight Club. It's innate in me it's inside is me. that where you derive it or do you derive it from the two-dimensional social media sphere of viral videos photos profiles snapchats you have to realize that someday you will die until you know that you are useless i say let me never be complete I love where this conversation's going because this is where I've envisioned it going. Like, I'm 35 years old and I feel it. How in the world does a 14-year-old girl with a little bit of fame survive? Right, right. I don't know, man. I don't know how she survives in this culture. Right. 
There's no accountability because social media, you can be completely alone in your room and you can get all this affirmation from society and no one's sitting there going, what are you doing? Everyone's just affirming, you know, oh, you took a picture in your bra. Yay. You're really cute, honey. And like, that's not real. That's not, there's nobody there helping this girl understand her self-worth or value right you know or reflecting herself back to her all she gets reflected back to her is praise for her projection for her two-dimensional projection of herself this is what feminism is the exact opposite of what we're talking about right here it's saying no you have 100 percent value as a woman right take it hold on to it and don't give it up and right yet we still even feminists kind of are affirming this Troll that is doing the opposite well, of their their whole plight. Well, even women objectify women. I mean, it's it's a societal systemic and easy for two dudes to talk about. Oh, right? sure, but like we're understanding the objectification of a character played on a movie. Um, and even you said, you know, we all objectify everybody. Everybody's just that one person that happened, that thing they did. You know, like in high school where sure. Where someone did something stupid, they're always known as that person who did something stupid. We like to compartmentalize, and we like to say that's that, and that's that, and that's all there is. And hmm. we need to stop the objectifying, turning people into objects. And uh, yeah, and yeah. that's the empathy aspect that we're missing with viral celebrity. We don't see them as humans. They're just two-dimensional, just like, you know military is just numbers we need a surge of numbers and then we can you know uh, accomplish this this vague goal of of control in a region but we don't see the cost we don't see the humans we don't see the empathy we don't have empathy and that's kind of like what we can do we can start reminding each other hey don't watch this show why because this totally devalues humans this totally devalues marriage this totally devalues uh us and our hour together tonight sure like let's let's not watch the bachelorette Right. Or the Bachelor. It's a bunch of horse shit. Not right. because I'm some prude that has these rules to follow. No, because it devalues humanity. Right. Like completely. And and I, you know, there's that famous Woody Harrelson um, video online where he says, if you have convictions, you, the consumer, you vote every time you go to the store. Yeah. If yeah. you say, I don't want, you know, irresponsibly farmed stuff or generated yeah. food. You yes. vote every time you purchase, you vote you do what, what you want. And so when you keep buying the cheap meat that is that is pretty irresponsibly made, then you're voting every time. You're giving them money. So just if you don't want people who are going to, you know, hurt the environment or if you don't want to support entertainment that is shallow and soulless and two-dimensional and objectifying of people, yeah. then yeah. don't support it. Don't watch it. Don't buy it. That's what yeah. you can do. And I think we always think, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal if I watch The Bachelorette. It's not Right, I'm just one person. Deal. It's like, it's yeah. not a big deal if I don't vote. I'm just one person. Yeah. It's not a big <laughs> deal if I buy the cheap meat today because right. it's not going to change the system. Right. But it does change the system. Like, let's go all the way back to the beginning of our uh, our, our podcast when we did Making a Murderer. Brandon Dassey got, got acquitted, right? Yeah. So he's out because enough people made a stink about the practices of the police regardless if you believe he's innocent or guilty the police use illegal 
right. practices and that he people put the heat on and it got enough attention yeah. that a judge said, okay, let's take a look at it. And now he's, you know, he's set free to watch WWE in his mom's living room for the rest <laughs> of his life. We could decide I'm not <laughs> going to make you pop art. That's kind of the like the vision I got for this episode. It's like, right. how do we convince ourselves? Right, because we create we... it. We yeah. create it. I sh- I think I shared Chewbacca mom. I-, I think I did it because I valued something going viral where there was actual joy and living in the moment. She was being very present with her yeah. childlike joy, and I appreciated that. But we all, and I don't think. I mean, whatever comes of that, I don't think it was wrong. It's wrong to share that. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of worse things that you could share. Okay, look at the evolving humanity, right? Like the original version of this, Matt, is the gladiators. Right. We all show up in the stadium and watch these people sacrifice their lives for our entertainment. Right. This is, this is as human as it gets. Right. <laughs> and now we have football, right? We have the yeah. NFL, which is the same thing. <laughs> It's just a little bit nicer. Well, right? I was watching. I was watching the Olympics. I was man, the original Olympics, man. They probably had gladiators, and they'd be like, "Okay, these guys beat these guys. Now yeah. release the lions. <laughs> See what happens next." And I was watching this like long distance, you know, five mile swim, and yeah. I was like, "At one, <laughs> what point do they are they like release the sharks? <laughs> you know, See what happens." Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, but that's exactly what it was at one point. That's what they. It was like done. for our. For our entertainment, you know, these these characters that aren't actually us, that we don't have to empathize with, can fight to the death on our behalf in entertainment. I remember being in Spanish class in high school, and there was this, this old football field, and there was this stone ring, and the teacher gets up and he says, you know what this is on the front of your books? And we're like, no. He goes, this is an old soccer game they used to play. Right. The downside is if you lost, you died. Yeah, that was, I think, the Aztecs. They had the rings on each side, and they put the ball through the ring. But, yeah, and it was, it was when you, if you lose, you die. You, know, you play for yeah. life or death. There's so many examples of this. So now we have Instagram. Now we have it in our back pockets. Now we have the gladiator arena in our hand. We kill people in different ways. It's, we think we're not savages, but we kill people with with fame and uh, an invasion of privacy. Humanity and, is now the studio audience. Right. Right. We're all in the studio audience in our hands, and we press the little heart button. And right. instantly, boom, we just kind of take a heartbeat away more than we give a heart. And enough of those, and you have a pop art person. If a company pollutes the environment or uses bad business practices, if you don't buy their stuff, they will change. If you don't want food with chemicals or GMOs in it, don't buy it. The minute we start taking responsibility and spending our money wisely, every politician, every corporation and leader around the world is going to know that we have woken up. This is the 21st century. If we use our resources wisely, there is no reason why anyone shouldn't have what they need. I had the privilege of going to uh, Guns N' Roses with Elvis when he was in uh, when I was in Orlando. I saw that. And Elvis recorded 
uh, Slash's new record, and so we got backstage. I got to meet Slash, who is a complete caricature. I mean, he really, you know, he's he's embraced it. I mean, he's a really sweet guy, but he's embraced the fact that he's Slash. He wears the top <laughs> hat. He's always got his sunglasses on. You know, that's what he does. That's kind of his shtick. That's his business. I mean, he sells action figures. You know, he is a superhero to sure. people of guitar, and you know, very sweet very nice guy but like he's embraced this the the financial value of him projecting a caricature mm. of the guy behind the shades yeah. with the top hat and he's made a career out of it he's made millions and millions of dollars doing that because society values that no one wants to see slash without his sunglasses and you know, a bald sure, spot sure. on top or whatever, whatever's under the hat. Everyone wants to see Slash as how they remember him. Guitar hero, guitar rock god Slash. And he can't go anywhere without a bodyguard, you know, nonstop. You know, he can't he can't go out mm. in public because he's so recognizable in the getup. And I wonder at what cost to his own... I think at some point he just said... I this is me and I give into it. Society values this, they pay for this. I'm going to give this to society. Well, I think it's part of the makeup of somebody who gets there. Like I was reading this article on like celebrity marriage for example, and they said celebrities can and do crush on each other over their images in the media. So celebrities start to see each other around in the little arena. It's like it's like back when we were on tour, we all knew we knew right. all the touring bands. And they got a little crush, and they're like, "I want to meet that person." They're they're on my level, and none of it's based on reality. It's all their own personal perception of this right. other person. And right. then they get married, and then it's like, "Oh, you're actually a real human being." Yeah. Wow. Or then you start dating Taylor Swift, and she's not like she is in her music videos, and she farts, and she kind of eats loud, and she's kind of like exactly. awkward and dumb and weird. And you're like, "Wait a minute." She's not nearly as sexy as I thought she was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she has a long list of ex-boyfriends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, because people are probably like, oh, she, she might have some Southern values. She probably doesn't, she probably yeah. doesn't want you get to third base on the first date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I mean, poor girl. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's wonderful. But that's, it just goes to show. It's like, oh, man, I would love to date Taylor but, Swift. And you're like, well, a lot of people thought that. But even, yeah, but even <laughs> you and I in the machine... And knowing all this, if we ran into Taylor Swift at a party or whatever, we would be a little bit different, oh, a little bit weird. I think I've had I think I've had dreams about running into her and like she was really friendly and like we hit you know we're friends in the dream and stuff. <laughs> weird dreams like that. Even on the inside, it's still bullshit because you yeah, still feel you still feel the endorphin rush when you see the person. So in a way. Slash has to wear the hat to give you the to give you the rise. Like if I don't wear the hat, yeah. you're gonna be you're not gonna think I'm as cool. Right. I'm just a normal yeah. dude without the hat yeah, on. Yeah. So after after the show, I you know I was in the I was in the green room and uh, it's funny. I mean, he's in his fifties, but he just talks like me or you. He's he's not like he doesn't talk like an old guy at all. But he um, he's like, man, it was so hot up there. Whew. He's like, don't sit there. I sat there, and it's just like it's all sweaty. And he's like, I just had to shower, and you know, he, he I don't know, he's wearing a bandana or something, but I noticed his hat box, and he has this uh, top hat box like on the table, and it's like got all these like stickers all over it, and it like travels with him <laughs> to like protect to protect the top no hat. No way. 
Um, and Elvis said that's something his manager gave him. He's like, you should never be seen in public without your hat. <laughs> that's you. That's Slash. You have to like, it, you have to, this is the legacy that you have to, people want to remember you as this two-dimensional figure. So it's addictive, figure. right? There's so many people in society like this. There's like, there's guys that aren't even famous, like the naked cowboy in Times Square or the guy that jumps out of the bushes in San Francisco Park, you know, like right. there's all these weird caricatures that we all try to make of ourselves <laughs> right and it goes all the way up to slash right. where everyone knows who slash is with the top hat you right know? he's sure he's a guitar hero he pretty much is the guitar hero you know so right um but sweet child, sweet child of mine, of mine. but uh, <laughs> i've taken photos with people it's like but, mo- but it's like mob mentality i like i don't know that i mean you can make personal decisions where you treat people like human beings and how i do that normally is i if i see celebrities or i see people who are famous i won't say hello to them that's funny because uh where i was at whole foods three days ago i was sitting there eating and sam walked up and she sat down and she said oh faith hill just smiled at cohen five minutes ago and i go I go, what? She's like, oh, yeah, Faith Hill was here at the Whole Foods. And she smiled at Cohen. I was like, really? And Sam goes, oh, and I could tell it was her, but no one else did. And I said, why? He said, oh, she wasn't all done up like she always is. Yeah. But I know I know what a woman really looks like. And That's I just sweet. laughed. What if you could just, what if you could recognize people but still treat them like people? That's my wife. You my know. wife doesn't care about that. So she was, she's better at it than I am. Like, But I wanted right. to tweet. Faith Hill just smiled at my baby. And then I thought, that is a yeah. dumb tweet. <laughs> I tweeted a picture of me and Slash, so what are you going to do? Hey, but we've all done it. That's what I'm saying. It's like... So- yeah, yeah. I found myself in a situation where I was going to meet him anyways. I, I didn't like see him in the grocery store and, and you know, have an awkward sure, conversation. Sure. I was back there to meet him and, and he was like, do you guys want a picture? And so we did it. But I was, you know... Even you and I want to do it. Even right. if we got a really big guest on the podcast, it would be harder for us to to kind of not be a little different on that podcast episode. So sure, I think celebrity is the the idea of viral celebrity is like you're not really having empathy because you're not really treating that person like a person. You're not really understanding that they are a person. They are a symbol. They are a status. They are. Um, a picture, a projection, they aren't a person. So when you worship somebody or look up to somebody, it can be demeaning in a way because that person doesn't, they're not seen mm. as, as a person. They're, they don't feel seen or heard or known. They, seen rec- they, they feel recognized by a projection of themselves, which isn't real. Yeah. And so when you prop up that projection and say, oh my gosh, you're great and this is great and this is great. I mean, sometimes that feels good when people value the art that you made, but when they treat you differently, better than them. This really means that that actually the biggest trolls out there are the paparazzi. <laughs> the ultimate troll, yeah. So if you're out there with a video, with a video or, a, or a camera and you take pictures of yeah. people, then you, sorry man, you are, you are the troll we are talking about on this podcast. I think... I think the paparazzi is the quintessential troll because yeah. not only are they following around celebrities, they're trying to follow around celebrities and catch them in the act of doing something bad so they can expose them to the to the masses of, uh, you know, murderous, 
venomous sharks who want to eat that stuff up. But this is like this is how like Miley Cyrus feels when she's like she's totally dressed down. She's at the coffee shop with a friend, and then like five cameras starts right. kind of like slowly creeping around her, and she's like, "Come on, let's go. Let's yeah. go find somewhere where we can be yeah. humans again." You know, right? And so that's yeah. that's like a. I'm on stage suddenly at the coffee yeah. shop, and now I got to put on my yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's the moment when celebrities start to go, what did I do? What did I sign up for? Right. Why did I decide to do this? Well, and that's the thing, is you turn your life into a stage. And that's all it is. That's Instagram. Everyday people turn their life yeah. into a stage. And that performance is not your life. No. Well, your CD collection looks shiny and costly. How much did you pay for your bad moto goosey? And how much did you spend on your black leather jacket? Is it you or your parents in this income tax bracket? Now tickets to concerts and drinking at clubs. Sometimes for music that you haven't even heard of. And how much did you pay for your rock and roll t-shirt that proves you were there? That you heard of them first now How do you afford your rock and roll lifestyle? How do you afford your rock and roll lifestyle? How do you afford your rock and roll lifestyle? You know, I always listen to a, a Rob Bell podcast once And he was saying, he was talking to this like yogi guy This guy that does yoga and he said, what if the person on stage is your real person? What if you're not projecting? What if you're not performing? What if when you walk on stage, it's like you're walking into your living room? Hmm. What if that could be the thing? But here we are. We're like, no, get on stage and be that. You understand. You have to be this character. Yeah. You have to be this rock thing. You have to shout into the mic and tell people to clap their hands and do this and yeah, sing along. Yeah. And, and you have this persona that you've... Adopted and it's effective and it, it people enjoy it. People want you to have yeah. that persona. And there's some artists that could never do the persona. You know, the, the Elliot Smiths of the world where, you know, they were just fully artists, fully themselves all the time, could never play the part. Yeah, the David Bazans. And sadly, yeah, exactly, David Bazan. The sa but sadly, those the, those guys, their lives end short, you know, briefly um, because they can't handle the pressure of of being whatever people want them to be. So this feels like a great like kind of encapsulation of like a lot of what we're trying to say on our podcast. It's like if you can sit back and actually ask yourself some tough questions, like why am I going to pursue this thing I'm going to do? You know, if there is that troll of I want to get famous or I want to be this, or I want to be that, then it's yeah. probably not going to lead to happiness, even if it leads to some success. Right. Because this is why, like, being in a band for me was always really difficult. Because it was like, I had that part of me. I had, I think I had the bad part of me. Like, I I didn't have a lot of self-confidence. And so I wanted to get some. Right. And I felt like that was the easiest way to get some. And when people valued your songs or, or your, I just you know, knew who you were. Or your show, they just knew who you were and they valued what you did. It, it does instill some self-confidence. But it's so fleeting. Yeah. It doesn't actually... Because it doesn't come from within, you know, the stuff that comes from the outside bounces off you real quick, and, um, and that's why we're saying from within. That's the stuff that sicks, you know, in the long run. But there was a huge motivation for me to be like stand out in this small town. Like people in this town are going to know who right. I am. Be well known, yeah. And when I walk around, I'm going to get stopped. People are like, "Hey, you're in Sherwood." That's that's a huge yeah. part of why I wanted to do it. I think it's pretty old, pretty quick. I think. 
It does. It did. Well, it never feels warranted. It feels like you tricked people. Like, oh, I'm still the same person. (laughs) But now you know who I am, and I'm kind of a... It's it's based on nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I just wanted to tell people, like, know that, A, I'm with you, and it sucks. And, B, maybe tell the people not to do that sort of thing. I don't know. Like, don't throw bachelorette parties and yeah. watch the show with your friends. Like, don't do that with your life or your time. Or me, you know? Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, these are people. They have feelings. They have histories. They have families. They have longings and desires and yeah, guys like Tom Wilson, or was it, wait, Tom Wilson? It's Tom Wilson. Yeah, Tom Wilson. See, I only know him as Biff. I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem here. Me too. But the more we can humanize people and not dehumanize people, the more we can understand who they are not objectify them, the better our society will be. And so just to understand that everyone, all the people you follow on Instagram, they're just projecting. It's not really them. Yeah. All the people you follow, the celebrities you follow on TV or the internet, all the viral videos, it's not real. It's just, it's not, it's not a real person. It's just a projection. It's It's someone on stage. And when we post our selfies, it's all staged. It's not really us. And let's get to the real, let's get to the real. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's get to who we really are. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Create value. Let's let's understand the value in every human soul, and and not uh, and not just only consume the projections of ourselves. Yeah, man, that's great. That's exactly how we should end this. And remember that JoJo is not going to end up with Hunky McHunkerson or whoever <laughs> was the latest Bachelorette JoJo. Is it like JoJo uh, or something? I don't know. I don't have TV. So anyway, it's not going to end up with Hunky McHunkerson in the long run. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. And if you see Tom Wilson on the street, shake his hand and say, man, I'm sorry. Sorry for all the shit that we put you through. And, um, and I really like your art, man. Keep yeah. doing it. He'll appreciate it until next time. Until then. You have to give up. You have to give up. Don't, don't feed the, the trolls. trolls. You have to realize that someday you will die. Until you know that, you are useless. I say, let me never be complete. I say, may I never be content. I say, deliver me from Swedish furniture. I say, deliver me from clever art. I say, deliver me from clear skin and perfect teeth. I say, you have to give up. I say,
I'm an artist. I love making things that stand on their own. 